Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world, though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of having on the podcast, Fran Ayala Somayajula. She's with us again. And uh, if you haven't listened to the first episode, she was with us on episode 397, the Population Health Challenge. Just a phenomenal episode, a phenomenal person. Fran is a global healthcare solutions head at Hellwood Packard. She's also the founder and leader of Reach. Uh, It's a public health, not-for-profit organization doing amazing things. Fran has been an executive in healthcare, a strategist and technologist. She's been dedicated to serving the interests of populations around the world in an effort to improve the quality of healthcare provision, access to to healthcare, and uh, to increase health literacy and, and patient engagement. She's doing extraordinary things with her new organization. In fact, uh, if you guys haven't noticed, if you go to the program section of the Outcomes Rocket page, you'll find the collaboration that we've done with them with Population Health, but also one around the benefits and impact of public health. They're doing an incredible work, and I'm excited to have Fran here to talk to us a little bit about what they're up to and an invitation for you to to learn more and participate. So Fran, such a privilege to, to have you here with us again. Oh my gosh. So I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So incredible. I mean, first of all, like it's been a year and a half since you've been on, but yet we've we've gotten to know each other so much better, have collaborated on on several things. And I have seen the incredible work that you've done and, and that the group you've assembled at Reach, the, the work that you guys have done to improve access to increase health literacy for the underprivileged. And so talk to us a little bit about Reach and the work that, that you guys are doing there. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's been an amazing journey. Truth be told, we started off several years back. Uh, Reach is uh, one of the brand names of a non-for-profit known as I Belong. Um, it's a 501c3 that was established back in 2016. And when we first kicked off, uh, we really were about public health awareness, like letting people know in the community about really you know important issues and providing them resources. So an example of this would be cardiovascular disease. I mean, you look at the rates of heart attacks in the United States and you think about the contributors to those conditions. Stress is one of them. Stress is killing us. And we thought, you know, well, what can we do to do outreach in the community? And a great example was looking at untraditional places like libraries and Mm. And in libraries, offering classes on stress management and yoga, like that's what we were doing. And yeah. it kicked off and it was successful, but it felt like there was a missing link 
And I knew that, you know, it had to have been that there was an element to it around the role of the public health professional and clinicians. I think, you know, starting in the space as one myself, I felt like, you know, there was more to be done and that there was an opportunity to engage public health professionals in a way that they had not been leveraged before. And I started to see that even with my mentor work that I was doing. I I tend to mentor um, graduates in public schools of public health. And oftentimes they would come to me and be like, oh, is this, you know, all that there is? Mm -hmm. And I would explain that there wasn't. And then I realized that one of those elements was around thought leadership. And that's what sort of reach was birthed out of. It was this thought that there are lots of clinicians and public health professionals out there who want to be able to do more and they mm-hmm. want to be able to reach further, but that they really need access to resources to help them to do it. And so that's where we turned to. And that's that's what REACH is really all about. How can we improve the experiences of both patients and providers of care? And, you know, it's kind of different, right? The way we're thinking about it. Usually people don't talk about the experiences of anybody and let alone the notion that we could improve those experiences for both patients and providers. It's not an, and it's not an, and you know, a choice, right? You don't have to choose one over the other and that everybody is looking for a better experience in their journey to wellness, health and wellness. I love it. You know, it's, um, it's a great, great work that you're doing. And one of the topics that, that I've seen really gain traction that you guys are focused on is the 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 topic of of maternal mortality the crisis talk to us a little bit about that and and you know the save moms campaign for example and all the cool work that you're doing there cuz i think that focus is is so critical to us here in the in the states yeah it really is surprisingly right and a lot of people don't even realize it a lot of folks even in public health don't even realize it. Um, the state that maternal health is in, in in this country, um, the notion that we have the highest rates of maternal mortality of all Western countries is just atrocious. And it that is. we also have so many incidents that the numbers are rising while we're seeing the numbers improve in other countries and in, you know, places around the world that are resource scarce are performing better, are doing better. Women are doing better than they're doing here in the United States. And, you know, we've been hearing the statistics a lot, right? I think that's probably the issue that I I have the most is that I started my career as an epidemiologist Mm -hmm. and the whole idea that in a way an epidemiologist, you know, they do a lot, there's a lot that is done in the space and it's not just around infectious disease control. A lot of it is first and foremost about uh, knowing the numbers and knowing the numbers is very depressing, counting the beans, Counting mm-hmm. the number of fatalities. I mean, we see that right now with the pandemic, right? You turn on the television, look at the news, and there are numbers they're counting. And to me, that's the most depressing. And that's what was happening in maternal health. Every time you turn around, people would give the statistics about the number of women are dying. But what the heck were they doing in terms of giving us updates on the activities to help to address this issue? There are lots of people out there, and I, and I, I want to make sure I give a shout out to all of those amazing organizations, patient advocacy groups that are out there doing great work. But it is apparent that it's not enough. Mm-hmm. And I thought, why is this? And so what REACH is about, again, it's about moving beyond the status quo and looking at things different and leveraging resources. Sometimes the resources that you're like unsuspecting resources, the things that you would think would not be relevant. Yeah. And that's what we've done. 
So we have tackled this issue by bringing together public and private sector. If, in fact, it is the case that 35 plus percent of the cases of maternal health are associated with high blood pressure, then it makes sense that women should know their blood pressure. But the only way they're going to know their blood pressure is if they're taking it. And the only way they can take it is if they have a blood pressure monitor. And the only way they can have a blood pressure monitor is if they can afford it. And there's a reality that for a lot of women to have to choose between a $50 blood pressure monitor and groceries is an unfair predicament to be in. And that's why we have tackled device manufacturers. We are working directly with state and uh, government officials to really try to address these issues. And I'm very proud of the work of Save Moms, as well as all of the members of what we now have formed, which is called the Match Coalition, Maternal Applications of Technology for Community Health. And um, yeah, we're just really excited. And it's really I'm really appreciative that you were, that you called out Save Moms because oh, yeah. you can hear it in my voice. It's something that we're very passionate about. You know, and I'm glad you guys are because the 70,000 women in the U.S. that get injured and die every year deserve better. And, and folks, you know, the, the, the cool thing is that, is that Fran was, was able to, to, you know, she talked about the, uh, blood pressure monitor price. Well, she was able to, to do a deal with a company, A&D medical who stepped up to the plate. And now instead of 50, 60 bucks, women can get their monitors for 20 bucks. And that is huge. And so this is the type of work that Reach is doing. Uh, and so I wanted to showcase them today. And, and apart from the advocacy work and driving for, for change at a grassroots level, rolling up their sleeves to do these things, uh, Fran, you also started a podcast. We did. Yes, we have a podcast. <laughs> Reach Tell Radio. Oh my gosh. I don't know where, know where to begin. Reach Radio. It's, uh, you know, what we have promised in, in our mission is to create this platform, right? where the voices of public health professionals can be heard. And I insist that the way to get towards the solutions to solving the problems that we're having is by approaching them in different ways. I mean, it's, you know, we've all, we've heard it, right? I mean, Einstein himself called it out, right? Mm -hmm. the, The state of insanity is doing the same things over and over and expecting a different outcome. And that's what we've been doing. So I thought, you know, there's so many good intentioned organizations that are out there, particular non-for-profit organizations and all of these public health resources that are being underutilized. Maybe one of the issues with this state of insanity that we're in is that we tend to not be aware of the resources, the diversity of resources that are available to us. And so what Reach Radio is, it's a platform for organizations to come on and tell folks about the work that they're doing. It is deliberately designed for folks to be heard and for those listening to reach out to them. It's like, don't come on my show if you don't intend on somebody calling you after. <laughs> That's basically yeah. what it is. Yeah. I love it. And um, folks, it's, uh, you know, so the the stats are the the average podcast, they, they quit after about seven or eight episodes. Well, Fran kicked this thing off. She's cranking it. She's 11 episodes in. You made Did it I past really, that. I, like, I, I forgot to even count. <laughs> <laughs> 11 episodes in. I mean, just some incredible leaders in public health, as well as companies that are doing their part to help these public health you know, institutions and, and organizations. 
So certainly one that you have to check out, just, you know, look up, well, the website is reachtl.org and you'll find them there at Reach Radio, but just Google Reach Radio and uh, it'll come up. Fran, you know, how about like the folks that are listening, right? Say that, let's just say they're part of an organization or a company that is doing their part. Do they have an invitation to make it to your show? They absolutely have an unconditional invitation to come. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you have it, folks. And uh, if you if you're interested, take a listen. I think you guys will enjoy and take up Fran on the invitation to be a thought leader that does participate in her podcast and in the vision, right, of that, that they're doing at Reach. Uh, just incredible. They're focused on, on making sure that we have what it takes to drive that change in the healthcare uh, sphere that we all work in. What would you say has been one of the most challenging things, Fran? I feel like we, you know, this is one of my favorite questions that I ask. So as you've begun Reach and, and you're, you're well into it, what's been one of the biggest challenges you've been faced with and a learning that came out of it? You know, the first thing that comes to mind, truthfully, is the one that you hear a lot, whether you're a nonprofit or a startup, right? A for-profit entity, funding. Funding is a ch- is a real yeah. challenge and we get scrappy. I mean, we roll up our sleeves, yeah. right? And yeah. we figure out ways to like overcome that. And the biggest way of doing that is through education, telling mm-hmm. the story over and over again. Like you called out, you know, I had no idea about that statistic as a, about podcasts. It's like, I don't care if I have an audience of one, <laughs> one person that's heard <laughs> I'm just going to keep rolling. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's how you make a difference. <laughs> it totally is. So that's uh, that's the way we keep, we just keep fighting the good fight every day, staying persistent, um, staying with the vision mm-hmm. and sharing it as much as we possibly can. And I can't thank you enough for giving us the opportunity to share it here today on Outcomes Rocket. Thank you. My pleasure, Fran. And and uh, keep up the the amazing work. What would you leave us with? What what closing thought? And then what's the best place for the listeners to just engage with you and just learn more? Sure. So I think that the biggest thing that I would like to leave with the audience today is that there is a role for everyone to play and also to not assume that whatever title you're in or whatever, you know, whatever position you're in today is like the only thing that you can do. Right. I wear a lot of hats. Obviously, I'm very committed to the corporation that I represent, right, in terms of my quote unquote day job. But I stay very committed, very active um, in as in many ways as I possibly can. And I think that everyone should see themselves in that same light. Um, everybody's got something that they can contribute. And it's amazing how when you take the time to just do it, how much of a significant, like a significant a return it has. It just, mm-hmm. you just feel good. And Saul, you and I were talking about that earlier. Yeah. It just feels good. It does. Um, and that's what I would in- encourage. If you want to, you know, you want to feel good every day, you want to feel accomplished, then, you know, get out of your comfort zone and just, you know, have that contributing. It's, it's amazing. And I would say, if you want to learn more about how you can feel every good every day through contributing to the very significant, meaningful work within public health, then reach out to us. Join the REACH organization. We are actually 100% volunteers, all of us. And we've got about 20 folks who participate, which is is incredible, right? Incredible, right? It speaks to the vision. It does. I mean, and you know, we have people who are, have marketing and, and communications backgrounds and, you know, and they give like five to 10 hours a week. 
And yet that turned them just contributing that little bit of time has resulted in us having amazing communications. And our website is, you know, I think our website is lovely and um, informative and it wouldn't be without folks who are contributing. The fact that you've invited us today, right, onto Outcomes Rocket, I mean, that is a testament. I mean, you're giving, Saul. I want to thank you for that, right? Yeah, absolutely. um, We wouldn't be able to, getting this message out would not be possible without you, not in this format not to the size of audience that you are able to deliver. And so I I think that that. folks should, thank you. Yeah, I think folks should take the opportunity to see where there is a chance for them to do good. Mainly, you just have to have an interest in something. You don't even have to really, you know, you don't always have to like come in with all the skills, right? Totally. You know, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Fran, because there's a lot of assumptions usually like, oh, well, you know, they're looking for money or they're looking for just speakers. But the reality is you have a vision and you're looking for like-minded people that want to raise their hand and say, I want to be part of this. I believe in what you're doing. How can I help? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're looking for those people. Yeah. You know, it was really interesting. We did a, um, on the Save Moms campaign, yeah. right? We we're trying to figure out ways to get the word out. And again, like, you know, we say funding, but Is it funding or is it just being really creative with the resources that you have? So an example of this is that members of AT&T were willing to work with us, right? Mm -hmm. It's an employee network that gets together and their employee network was shared our social media. We have a social media kit on maternal health and we provide them the social media kit. And then we let them know when it's going to be released. They follow us and then they share the communication. So now all of a sudden we go from, you know, a handful of folks that come out of who we reach, but then they're showing it to all of their friends and their families. And, and then, you know, it just has this trickle down effect that can be very impactful. And that was, that takes a little bit of effort. Like Mm -hmm. it was so little, and yet it's so meaningful. And I was like, yeah, I mean, there's so many things that they could do for us in so many ways. But this is one that was doable at the time and was one that was so welcomed by us. And why? Because what at the end of the day we were really trying to do was get our message across, right? Mm -hmm. And so they were directly helping us to do that. So I just think that's awesome. And I would say, again, anyone who'd like to participate is welcome. I think, you know, I'm I'm open to the conversation and we can, you can learn more about us at www.reachtl.org. That's reachtl.org. Awesome. And uh, we'll be sure to put the various links inside of the show notes. Go to outcomesrocket.health and type in reach in the search bar. We have a, that new search bar I've been telling you all about. It I works love so new well. I search bar. I can ask that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, friend. And so check all of the show notes and links out there, reach, or go straight to the website, reachtl.org. Fran. Uh, Amazing. Keep up the great work and certainly looking forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Have you launched your podcast already and discovered what a pain it could be to keep up with editing, production, show notes, transcripts, and operations? What if you could turn over the keys to your podcast busy work while you do the fun stuff like expanding your network and taking the industry stage? Let us edit your first episode for free so you can experience the freedom. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.